Hello and welcome into another edition of the Todd Pod. This is a special The More You Know edition. I'll have more on what the playoff looks like now, what it could look like next year, coming up shortly. But first, a big thanks to our sponsors, MidFirst Bank, Two Fellas Moving, Next Generation Roofing, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, FireLakeJobs.com, and Oklahoma Ford Dealers. Don't forget to drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford Dealers today for the best lineup on Ford's full, the best deals, I should say, on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. All right, so right now we have a four-team playoff in college football. I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but next year we go to a 12-team playoff. And I was just curious this weekend, what does a four-team playoff look like now? What would a 12-team playoff look this time next year? So we're going to go through both of those things. And you may have to excuse me a little bit. I'm going to have to look down here to my computer for a lot of this information because I want to make sure that I get this right. So let's start with the current four-team playoff. Right now, in a four-team playoff, if it started today, it would look like this. It'd be one versus four, Georgia versus FSU, and two versus three, Ohio State versus Michigan. So look at that. Look at that. I'm showing you what it looks like. UGA, Florida State, Ohio State, Michigan. But here's the issue. Right now, we know Ohio State, Michigan, one of them's going to lose. So let's just go ahead and take out the lower ranked one, Ohio State. We're going to move Florida State into that three spot, and we're going to move, let's say, Washington. They're undefeated. They're leading the Pac-12 right now into the four spot. So this is right now, remembering that either Ohio State or Michigan is going to be knocked out, this is what your current playoff looks like. Now, there's a lot of other factors in this. Uh, Alabama's sitting down here at eight, I think they're at, and there's a chance that Alabama, if they win the SEC, is going to jump Georgia. Georgia plays Tennessee this week. That's a big game. We'll talk about that more as well. But that right now is what a college football playoff would look like. So as we look at the CFP this year, right now there are total seven teams that control their destiny. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, Oregon, and Alabama. Now, Oregon... Oregon, you go, how does Oregon control their destiny? Well, remember, either Ohio State or Michigan is going to lose because they play each other. And if Oregon wins out, they're going to knock out Washington. Then you would have, theoretically, one, two, three, four. But these are the teams that control their own destiny. We all know that if Alabama, at one loss, wins the SEC, they're going to jump a one-loss Big 12 champion Texas, if that were to be the case. So right now, there are seven teams that control their destiny. Seven teams in college football. And right now, realistically, if you look at college football and where it stands, there are only two teams right now that can get in with a little bit of help. Aside from those seven teams, these are your two teams right now that might be able to get in with a little bit of help. Texas and Louisville. If Texas goes undefeated, what does Texas need? Obviously, they need to win out. We're not going to even mention that. But Texas probably needs either uh, UGA or Bama to lose. A perfect Texas scenario would be Georgia losing to Tennessee. 
but then Georgia beating Bama in the SEC championship game or Bama losing to Auburn. Um, I think actually, I think at that point, I think Auburn may have the tiebreaker. I'm not 100% sure, but Bama losing and then beating Georgia. That's what they would need to happen. Or the other option is, let's say maybe Oregon beating Washington and Oregon State beating Oregon, which is realistic and could happen. So right now, Texas and Louisville have a chance to get in. So as we look at this weekend in college football, there are, in my opinion, four games that have playoff implications. Just four throughout all of college football. And I'll explain. Georgia and Tennessee has a little bit of playoff implications, but not so much for Georgia. Because even if Georgia loses to Tennessee, if they win out the rest of the way, Georgia's in. Okay, same goes for Ohio State and Michigan this weekend. They're playing, but let's face it, if Ohio State loses this weekend or Michigan loses this weekend, if they win out the rest of the way, they're probably in as the Big Ten champion because they would have to beat Ohio State or Michigan. You know, they would have to beat the other one to win the Big Ten. So there's a possibility that even Ohio State and Michigan's games this weekend don't matter as far as getting in. And remember, we're talking a four-team playoff right now. Either you get in or you don't. There's no real advantage other than what color uniform you wear to be in the one or two seed. So you're either in or you're not. And for those two teams, Ohio State and Michigan, this weekend doesn't mean a whole lot. It's all about next weekend and what happens in the big game between Ohio State and Michigan. Uh, What do they call that rivalry? It's the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry. I don't know. It needs a cool name. But there are four games that matter. Now, you would think what Alabama's doing this weekend matters, but Alabama's playing Chattanooga, and Florida State's playing North Alabama. So we'll throw them out. They're not losing to those teams. Those games don't even matter. That means there are four games on the schedule that matter. Those four games, Washington-Oregon State, it's a huge game, really big game in Corvallis. I think I saw something like Oregon State's 8 or 17 and 1, their last 18 games at home against the spread, which is wild. Oregon's at Arizona State, that's a game that matters. Texas at Iowa State matters. And the other one is Louisville at Miami. Remember, Louisville Texas can get in with some help. Washington Oregon control their own destiny, okay? So These are the only real four games when it comes to a team either making the playoffs or not making it that matters this weekend. That's what a four-team playoff currently looks like. Now, we're going to hear from our sponsors, and when we come back, I'm going to show you what a 12-team playoff looks like and just how much more action there's going to be in 2024 come this time of year and why if we had a 12-team playoff, both OU and OSU would be sitting in pretty good spots. That's coming up next. Let's face it, a box of pizza and a case of beer just don't work like they used to. Nobody wants to help you move, but we know two fellas that love moving. At Two Fellas Moving Company, they offer free, no-strings quotes for your move. With over 20 years' experience, they pretty much moved it all. Their services don't end at moving either. You need to do some remodeling or spring cleaning. They have you covered with dumpster rentals and junk haul services. Remember, quotes are free and there are no strings attached. If you're moving in Oklahoma, be sure to call the fellas. Visit twofellas.com for your free quote today. That's the number twofellas.com. Okay, so we're back and we're going to talk about what a playoff looks like in 2024. Remember, it's a 12-team playoff in 2024. The top four seeds get a bye. 
5 plays 12, 6 plays 11, 7 plays 10, 8 plays 9. The 8-9 winner plays the 1 seed, the 7-10 the 2 seed, the 6-11 the 3 seed, the 5-12 plays the 4 seed. It's a pretty basic bracket. It's a lot like an NFL playoff bracket, truthfully, uh, before we had the, you know, the extra team put in. They basically have 14 teams now. It used to be a 12-team bracket. It looked pretty much the same. You had two teams on either side that got a bye. You had four total teams with a bye. Same goes for the college bracket next year. Now, it's important to realize when this was put into play, it was with the thought of there being five Power 5 conferences. As of next year, there are only four power conferences because the Pac-12 will pretty much cease to exist. Now, they haven't decided on what's going to come of the Pac-12, what those schools that are left, Oregon and Was- Oregon State and Washington State, are going to do. But my assumption is those two teams aren't going to get an automatic playoff spot. So next year, we're looking at a playoff where there are five automatic qualifiers. The winner of the Big 12, the winner of the Big 10, the winner of the SEC, the winner of the ACC, and the highest-ranked group of five team that is out there, okay? Now, in the current state of college football, the highest-ranked group of five team that's eligible this year is Tulane because James Madison, even though they're undefeated, can't play in the postseason because they're still in that transfer period of D1. That's stupid. I'm not going to get into that. But remembering that next year, There are only four automatic qualifiers. This is an idea of what next year's playoff might look like if we were to start it today. Here it is, right here. Your one seed's going to be Georgia, the SEC champion. And again, we're just assuming that they're beating Alabama. I know that's a big assumption. Your two seed's Ohio State. Your three seed is Florida State. And your four seed right now would be the Big 12 champion, which is the Oklahoma State Cowboys. By the tiebreaker right now. Now, I know next year it's going to look a little bit different. You know, they're obviously Oklahoma State's not going to have Oklahoma on the schedule. Kansas State is not going to have Texas on the schedule. So those things will come into play. But right now, Oklahoma State would be your four seed. Now, it's important to note that as I'm talking about Oklahoma State as your four seed, remember that if they go group of five next year, Oregon State, they're as good as they are this year, next year. Oregon State might be sitting at undefeated this time of year and ranked ahead of the Big 12 champion, in which case Oklahoma State could still get in as a conference champion. They would just be the 12 seed down here playing Michigan in the first round. So this is what a playoff would look like right now, Uh, you know, roughly what it would look like this time next year. You would have an 8-9 game between Texas and Bama. It would be at Texas, rematch of the regular season game. And I know what you're saying. Oh, rematch, boring. Get used to it. There's going to be three or four SEC teams and three or four Big Ten teams in this thing every single year. That's the way it's going to look now, especially with mega conferences. You would have a 5-12 game of Michigan and Tulane at the Big House. This is assuming Michigan lost to Ohio State. If Michigan beats Ohio State, you'll probably have Michigan as the one or two seed, and you'll have Ohio State playing Tulane at the shoe. So right now, the Michigan-Ohio State loser would be the five seed, and they would be playing Tulane, who's the highest-ranked non-Power 5 school. It's that time of year again, America. So let's light up the season during the Make the Holidays Bright sales event. 
Choose from a large inventory of Ford vehicles equipped with technology, space, and flexibility for any season. Get special offers on our adventure-ready SUVs or on our great selection of Ford trucks. And make the holidays bright with Ford. Now get 2.9% financing for 60 months, plus 500 low APR cash on Escape, Bronco, Sport, and Explorer. Visit your best in Oklahoma Ford dealer today. Now, again, we're assuming this time next year, that could be James Madison. That could be Oregon State, because Oregon State this time next year may be a group of five school. All right, then in your 6-11 game, you've got Washington out of the Big Ten next year, remember. So right now, I'm assuming, just based on the current rankings, that if this were next year and we had the the conference formulation we're going to have next year, that Washington would be the third best team in the Big Ten behind Ohio State and Michigan. So Washington would be your sixth seed. Louisville, your 11 seed. The winner of that would play Florida State. And then finally, your 7-10 game. And again, another Big Ten school. This is assuming Oregon is the fourth best team in the Big Ten. You're looking at Oregon against the fourth best team in the SEC in Missouri. Okay, so you would have one, two, three, four SEC schools in there. Georgia, Texas, Bama, Missouri. You would have four Big Ten schools, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, Oregon. You would have two ACC schools, Florida State and Louisville. You'd have the one Big 12 school, which would be Oklahoma State, could be Kansas State, could be Iowa State, heck, could be Arizona. Remember, Arizona's really good this this time this year, and next year they'll be in the Big 12, and then you'd have your one group of five schools. So what does that mean? Well, when we talk about this weekend and what's going to be different, about next year. It means this. As you saw, I mean, there's no way Oklahoma State has any playoff chances right now in the current setup. But next year, there would still be hope in Stillwater. As crazy as it sounds, Oklahoma State's conference record could get them into postseason play next year. It's why we love, I'll just drop something. It's why we love the 12 team playoff. So Oklahoma State's still in. As you see, number 12 is the last team here. Marked them out. But Tulane's the 12 seed right there. Oklahoma currently, as I'm recording this, is ranked 14th. Now, Tulane is ranked 23, so there are two teams ahead of Oklahoma, Penn State and Ole Miss, that are ranked ahead of them. But if Penn State and Ole Miss lose, it could get Oklahoma back in the playoff race as well, as crazy as it sounds. So let's talk about what this weekend would look like if it was 2024. You would have three teams that were still playing for that first round bye this week. If they lose, they're still in. But if they win, they stay in that bye position. Those three teams, Georgia, Ohio State, Florida State. And you could throw Michigan in that list as well because Michigan could still control whether or not they get the bye. So Ohio State, Florida State, Michigan, and Georgia are all playing for a first round bye. So their games matter this week. As it currently sits, Georgia Tennessee doesn't matter that much because Georgia can still get in with a loss. But in a 12 team playoff, it does matter. They need to win to get the bye. I think teams are going to want to have a bye and play one last game to win a national championship. That seems to be a pretty good strategy. You then have the Big 12. Playing for that four seed, for all intents and purposes, the Big 12 is going to be that four seed. So Oklahoma State-Houston is huge this weekend if we're in the 2024 playoff scenario. The Cowboys would still have a shot 
at making not only the playoff, but getting a first round bye, which is crazy, but that's the way this thing's going to be set up. Kansas State at Kansas would be gigantic. The Jayhawks would need a lot of help to get in the Big 12 championship game because they have more losses in conference. They have three losses in conference to Oklahoma State, Kansas State, and Iowa State's too. But the Jayhawks can play spoilers to Kansas State this weekend. It's already a big game. It would be even bigger if we had a 12-team playoff. Texas at Iowa State. Now, obviously, Texas is not going to be in the Big 12 next year, but Iowa State would need to win to stay in. So let's say Colorado versus Iowa State this time next year. Whoever Iowa State's playing on this weekend, it would be huge because the Cyclones would still have a chance to play for the college football playoff. And the final one would be Utah or excuse me, Arizona, Uh, you throw Utah in as well. Utah might have an outside chance of winning the Big 12 as well this year. Utah and Arizona play each other this weekend. That'd be a gigantic game if first place in the Big 12 was up for grabs. So you're looking at five games in the Big 12 that currently don't matter, that would matter if it were this time next year. You move down to the seeds seven, eight, nine. You've got Oregon. You've got uh, Texas, you've got Alabama, three teams that can't afford to lose this weekend. Now, Bama's playing Chattanooga. We throw that one out. But Texas has a big game this weekend against Iowa State. Iowa State would be playing to get in if there was a Big 12 year. Texas would be playing to stay alive. Now, again, Texas and Iowa State won't play next year. They're not in the same conference. But if Texas were playing Auburn or something this weekend, it would be equally as huge for the Longhorns. So you're looking at Three games there between Oregon, two games, Oregon and Texas, because Alabama's got Chattanooga, that really matter in a 12-team playoff. You then go to the 10-11 seeds. You lose and you're out. Another loss for Missouri, they'd be done. So Missouri this weekend hosting Florida would be a huge game in 2024. Louisville needs to win at Miami this weekend to stay in in a four-team race. They would need to win to stay in in a 12-team race as well. And then you have the big battle for that group of five automatic bid. Right now, James Madison, Tulane would have the inside track. Again, this is not counting Oregon State, who could be a group of five at this time next year. Liberty's undefeated. They could get in with the loss by a team or two. You've got SMU, who's sitting there a game back, also undefeated in conference, could spoil it for Tulane, but also SMU could work their way into it. And then you've got Toledo, who's sitting at, I believe, 10-1 and with their only loss to Illinois, and Toledo could get into this thing as well. All told, right now, this is the brass tacks. With a four-team playoff this weekend in college football, the number of games that really, really matters, the number of games that really have playoff implications, four. Washington, Oregon State, Oregon, Arizona State, Texas, Iowa State, Louisville, Miami. The rest of them don't mean diddly squat. You go to this time next year, and the number of games that right now would have immediate playoff implications, including, obviously, Oklahoma-BYU this weekend, 27 games. I didn't even mention Oklahoma-BYU. The Sooners win, and they're still in the hunt. They lose, and they're done. Penn State playing Rutgers this weekend. They lose, and they're done. Okay, we'll make it 26 because Old Miss plays UL Monroe. They should probably win that one. But if they were to lose, they'd be done. Same goes for Iowa. Iowa would still have a chance to back into this deal. They've got Illinois. They lose, and they're done. 
Georgia and Tennessee, as we mentioned, is a huge game for Tennessee and for Georgia. North Carolina would have a shot against Clemson as well. What's the point of all this? The point is to tell you this. Everyone is weeping and gnashing their teeth because Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have had some bad performances this year, and I get it. But we're going to have to really rethink how we look at the college football season come next year. A loss is not the end of the world, and it's certainly not the end of the world for Oklahoma. The the Sooners leaving the Big 12 and going to the SEC, of course it kills Bedlam. That sucks. We're losing rivalry games. But you know what you're getting if you're an Oklahoma State fan? You're getting a better chance to make the college football playoff. It would be true if this were next season. If you're an Oklahoma fan, you're getting a better chance of making the college football playoff. You can lose two, maybe three games and still get in in the SEC. So there you go. Next week, maybe we'll update it. We'll look at what it would look like uh, if the Sooners go to BYU and win and if Oklahoma State goes to Houston and wins, then I'm going to get out this whiteboard next week and I'm going to write names on it. And you're going to see OU and OSU up there because they would still have a fighting chance in a 12-team playoff in 2024. Big thank you to our producer, Jacqueline Musgrove, to the creative director, Michael Lane. If you like what you've seen and heard, you can go uh, subscribe on YouTube. You can get me anywhere you get Apple Podcasts. Obviously, I was doing a lot of writing on a whiteboard on this one, so if you didn't uh, watch it on Apple Podcasts, I hope it was understandable. Enough, or Yeah, if you were listening and not watching on YouTube, whatever. I'm just talking gibberish now. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. You know what to do. Go to selloutcrowd.com. Follow selloutcrowd underscore on Twitter. Go get merch at selloutcrowd.com. And I appreciate you supporting right here on the top. Mm-hmm.